Good afternoon, Packers fans. Aaron Nagler here with your Packers Daily Chat. Coming to you live on the Cheesehead TV social channels. It is Wednesday. The Packers have off as far as public practices go. I did see a few of the players walking over to the Hudson Center, so clearly they got probably some kind of walkthrough drills going on. But the public, away from their prying eyes, we will see them back on Ray Nitschke Field tomorrow morning. In the meantime, thought I'd go a little earlier today. Uh, Tempting the gods that the Packers won't drop a 5 o'clock bomb on us somewhere later this afternoon. Uh, to talk to you fine folks about everything I've seen and heard and everything going on here at Packers camp and as well as any topics going on with the green and gold. Because that's what we do. We're devoted to Packers fans worldwide. And we also want to let you know, if you want to see the Green Bay Packers in 2023, you know what you got to do. You got to utilize Ticket King, people. Go to Ticket King via CheeseheadTV.com. You can go to the website. You can go to the app. Our schedule has individualized links for each and every game, home and away, preseason, regular season. It doesn't matter. Use Ticket King, a company based in Wisconsin since the early 90s. Hell, they have a spot right here in Green Bay across from Lambeau Field. You could use the link in the description of this video any way you want. Utilize Ticket King, people. The other thing you know you got to do is check out the 2023 official yearbook of the Green Bay Packers. You want to head to PackersYearbook.com and you can use promo code CHTV for 10% off. That's CHTV for 10% off at PackersYearbook.com. Do it, folks. You got to get yours before the season starts. I've got mine. Corey's got his. We're ready to go, people. And I see plenty of you are ready to go in the comments section. Dive here and dive in here in a little bit, but I did want to kind of touch base here on this uh, commencing of the battle for the center position, as, as such as it is, uh, with Zach Tom getting plenty of reps yesterday with the ones, not only in drill work, but in teams. And uh, I've seen some kind of reactions on Twitter saying, like, oh, this is it, like, Tom's going to take the job, and blah. and that very mel- well may happen. But uh, let's slow down. Let's remember Josh Myers has a number of reps in, you know, banked and in his kind of repertoire here, and Yes, some of them have been um, disconcerting. Uh, there has been inconsistency throughout his game so far in his very, very short NFL career. But he has talent. There is still tons of upside here. And perhaps, just perhaps, having someone pushing him, taking some of those reps away from him, and maybe realizing that he's in for a fight to keep this job, that prods him on. Maybe that pushes him toward a better outcome a better performance. Who knows? You never really know how guys are going to react. But I just want to, like, temper things when it comes to, oh, here it is. It's a done deal. It is far from. It is certainly on. The battle has begun for the center spot. But uh, nothing is decided, not even close. I would suspect, uh, along with a lot of the other positions, they will most likely take it through at least one, if not two, preseason games before they declare anything. So, Long way to go. Excited to watch it play out. And you guys know, I've really liked the idea of Zach Tom fighting for this spot. I think he'd be very good there. But I'm hoping that it, this does indeed push Josh into a, you know, a place where he's a lot more consistent, playing at a high level, a level most of the time. Uh, we'll see. We'll see how it transpires. But exciting times here in Green Bay. Hello to everybody in the comments section. So good to see everybody. Including Patrick starting us off with a super chat. How are you, Patrick? How's Canada? Hope you're doing well. Finally live when I don't work. What's funny is that I, I, I set this for one central and immediately someone on Facebook was like, I can't make it. I got to work. So I know it's always juggling schedules and people can make it sometimes but not others. And uh, I hope 
you know, if you do miss it live, that you'll see the replay later on. That would be the plan. Um, somebody in here talking about Strap City. Come on, come on. Strap City was Jair Alexander in the locker room uh, after Monday's practice talking about when they get Eric Stokes back, it's going to be Strap City, meaning they will have those wide receivers strapped. They will not be able to move. They will not be able to get open. Strap City. I'm very excited. I'm very, very excited. Uh, what's up? Yeah, I think the problem was the paint dried. Oh, you're talking about the Hall of Fame game, which is tomorrow night. Uh, I will not be watching, but I know many people will. Um, good times. Good times. Um, Matt, what's up? Which rookie has impressed you so far? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, of the ones I've really seen, because I haven't watched a ton of the twos and threes, um, Jaden Reed definitely looks the part, uh, but so does Van Ness. It's it's hard to say, like to give one the nod over the other, but I would probably say Reed. Um, though you know he's got a long way to go. Still very much a rookie. Still kind of drinking from the fire hose at times, but um, yeah, I've really liked what we've seen there. Um, Brian, that's a very good point. Usually defense performs better at the beginning of camp, but at what point are you typically see the offense start coming on? At what point will we start to worry about the offense? Well, Brian, you never worry about the offense because does it help? It's always my standard answer. The only thing I worry about are my children. Uh, worrying about the Packers offense, not going to help them. Not going to change anything. Uh, I will say, I would. I put this out of there on Twitter yesterday, 100%, to your point, defenses always, almost always start much faster, stronger than offenses early on in camp, sometimes like well into the regular season at points, um, depending on the team. Because the nature of the, the, the two sides, of course, you are reading and reacting rather than having to be synchronized and kind of all on the same page in a way that on defense you can kind of see ball get ball. Now, that's obviously 30,000-foot, very, 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 very simple way to look at it. But you throw in the fact that the Packers' defense is filled with veterans and guys who have played tons of regular season games and have worked together. Of course, especially in two-minute, which has definitely been the bugaboo for the offense so far, they're way ahead, and that's totally to be expected. Um, I suspect that, yes, the offense will look better as camp goes on, but I don't think it's ever going to look like it's firing on all cylinders. I wouldn't expect that until halfway through the year. I think there are going to be real tough moments. I think they're going to be exciting plays. I think a lot of this is about, you know, clearly a number of skill position players learning to play on the NFL level, but also Jordan Love and his ability to get them in and out of things dependent on the pre-snap look, something that he's done uh, quite a bit of so far in camp. So, yeah, I think it's not a surprise, like you say. Um, but worrying about it, will it help? Probably not. I would, I would save your worry for things that, you know, could definitely affect your life. Worrying about the Packers in any capacity really doesn't help anything. Uh, have I been impressed with Jordan? I've been impressed at times, definitely. Um, I do think he's playing at a pretty decent level. He just needs to find way more consistency. Uh, you've seen plenty of wild plays. I know there's tons of video out there from camp of some of the big plays that he's had, some great throws that he's had. Uh, just need more consistency on some of the little things, on you know the easy, quote-unquote, easy outlet throws and things of that nature, where he's missed at times, he's gone wide a few times, he's over, he's sailed it a few times. Like, but not unlike any other quarterback, right? I don't think it's an, like this huge problem. 
but you that's the whole reason camp is so important, right? And this time that they get on the grass is so important to get that into his body, the mechanics of it, the repetition of it. That's where he needs the most improvement. But as far as like, I can't remember. I was talking to somebody on the sideline yesterday, and it's like, you know, it's so funny to me when people were talking about this transition from Aaron Rodgers to Jordan Love. And obviously, no one expects Jordan to come out the gate looking like Aaron Rodgers. He probably never will look like Aaron Rodgers. But this idea that he's going to go out there and look like Randy Wright or David Whitehurst, give me a break, people. He is ready to start, and he is ready to play at a high level. And I do think some observers, some national folks, are going to be kind of surprised at how well he looks, you know, how well he plays at times. But I've said it all summer. There's going to be tough moments. There are going to be frustrating stretches. And you've seen that already out on Nitschke. So, um, yeah, I think he's looked good. He just needs way more consistency. Any comments on Magoo? Good question, Oz. Um, yeah, he, he's looked up and down so far. He hasn't got a ton of opportunity. You know, he's, he's made the most, I think, of what he's been given. Um, I can see why he bounced around prior to getting to the USFL. You know, but look, I said it, you know, when they signed him, every time I turned on the USFL this summer, that kid was making plays. I mean, I didn't watch a ton of USFL football, but every time they, his team was playing, uh, when I turned it on, he was making plays. And you've seen a little bit of that already so far out on Nitschke Field where, you know, you're working with threes and fours and there's a lot of miscommunication or guys maybe missing assignment or what have you guy's not running the right route who knows there's a million kind of factors right but he does a good job of keeping things alive keeping his legs live and moving around the pocket and sensing pressure and getting out of stuff so man maybe he's just a gamer you know it's hard to bank on that it's hard to see a roster spot for him if that's the case but it's very very early and hopefully with more repetition more reps maybe he settles in maybe makes a case I'm, you know, I'd love it. It'd be great. But right now, he's drinking from a fire hose, and that's pretty clear. Lewis, thanks for the super chat, man. Biggest strength on the team, the weakest so far. I tell you what, Lewis, I'm going to go crazy right now and tell you, uh, I've said all, all offseason that offensive line is the strength of this team. I haven't seen anything in camp these first few days to dissuade me from that. But I will say the the position group that is kind of surprising me, which could potentially be a strength, I'm not going to say the strongest on the team or whatever, is defensive line. What the hell? What is going on in Green Bay, Wisconsin? Between T.J. Slayton and Devontae Wyatt and the steps they're making and some of the stuff you've seen from Wooden and, you know, I, I don't know. I, I like It's early. It's way, way, it's way early. But I have been pleasantly surprised by what we've seen there. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Um, whiskey. Wow, Randy Wright slander on a Wednesday afternoon. Tough scene. <laughs> is it really, is it slander if it's true? Sir, I ask you this. 
Uh, I don't understand the fans hating on Runyon. I get he's not an all-pro, but seems like a solid football player, and he can do a lot worse like Royce Newman. Ayahuasca, I hear you. I'm kind of baffled as well. I don't, to your point, yeah, no. Is he Josh Sitton? No. Is that what you expect out of every guard who ever plays for the Green Bay Packers? I mean, yeah, I'm with you. I think he's a good frontline starter. The world needs ditch diggers too, right? Like, I, 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 I'm baffled. Now, look, I think he's, you know, definitely in competition for his job. I don't think he's going to be handed that right guard spot. We've seen a couple guys roll through there with the ones now. And, I, again, yeah, he's going to have to work for it. But, yeah, this idea that he's some bum or something, like, I'm mystified at that. I'm with you on that, definitely. Uh, John, how does the tight end group look? Good question. It's interesting because Kraft, you know, he, he had that injury two days ago and haven't seen much from him since then, although he did return. Um, man, they're, they're really trying to make Musgrave a thing. I'll say that. And he definitely looks the part when it comes to receiving, right? Catching the ball, running with it. That's him through and through. I love it. Well, man, I see him lined up in line at times, and I'm like, oh, baby. When when this stuff isn't anything, when something more than just thud and defensive linemen and linebackers are coming after him in the run game, I don't know, man. I'm fascinated to see how that works. But they've also mixed in Tyler Davis and, of course, Josiah DeGuar is there as the move guy. But, yeah, I don't know. Young, very young. Uh, he definitely looks like he needs to put on a few pounds, a little junk in the trunk to start anchoring against some of these uh, – defenders he's going to be going up against for the next next number of years but yeah no he def, like I said as a receiver definite weapon there's no doubt and they're making no clips for the first two days I've been here they're making no bones about utilizing him in that regard so um, he's the one to watch um, I hope Kraft can maybe get a little bit more involved and uh, maybe stick his nose in there in line at times maybe they bring him along but right now it's the Musgrave show there's no question Matt, uh, long way to go on that. Who do you think gets the job at safety next to Savage? So, such a long way to go. I mean, Ford's gotten most of those snaps. Owens was in there for a spell the other day, uh, but mostly it's been Ford and Savage. But I do think, uh, once again, we're going to go through a number of padded practices, family night, into a preseason game or two. I think they'll take all of that time. But right now, Ford seems to have a pretty solid handle on it. Um, I will say I, I really liked what I saw from him um, yesterday as far as his rotation being utilized down by the line of scrimmage a couple times. They, came, they sent him on a safety blitz on Monday. Um, you know, he, knows the, he clearly knows the system, right? He's been in the system now for a year and uh, knows what's expected and has, been, has looked assignment sure. And, and the, thing, the one kind of real question mark for all these guys, Darnell Savage included, is, okay, when – that stuff gets live when you're in a preseason situation or even in week one, are you going to be a sound tackler? Because that's what they need back there. They need assignment, sure, sound tackling. I don't need you to be a playmaker. I don't. I would love for the second co- coming of Nick Collins. I don't see it in this group. I just want guys who know what they're supposed to do and do it. That's the bar at the safety position this season. So far, that's been mostly with the ones, Savage and Ford. We'll see if that changes. We'll see if that if there's any developments there, much like the center position yesterday, where we start seeing someone start to get a majority of even like a splitting of the reps. 
Uh, any U71 in camp? Not that I've seen. Not, not, not any true, like, jumbo stuff yet. But it is install time, so they're, going, they're working through parts of the playbook. So maybe we'll get there. We'll see. Mm, let's see. How long do the sessions go for with the new CBA when doing one-on-one drills or team where the lines can get solid reps in to push themselves to prepare for games? I mean, everything is timed out, right? Like every session they have a – they literally use the scoreboard clock at Nitschke Field. And I don't know what the guidelines are, if there are any, um, from the CBA. I think, if I remember right, the CBA only stipulates how long you can be out on the grass. But how you utilize that time is up to the coaching staff. Um, and look, they've, they've the last two days they've done plenty of one-on-ones. No question about it. And those defensive and offensive lines are getting after it. Jake. Uh, has Sean Ryan shown anything in camp so far? He had a really nice day uh, yesterday, I think it was. And both days, actually, he's acquitted himself well in the one-on-ones that I watched. Like I said, I haven't seen much of the twos and threes because I've been watching the ones. But, yeah, the, the technique looked really sound. He had two really clean reps. Um, I think it was on Monday where, you know, he just did his job and let the, basically let the ball or the defender get into him. Got him kind of latched there in between the, you know, under the shoulder pads and between the shoulders and just drove him where he wanted to take him. So, I mean, you know, it's early. There's a long way to go. But, God, if they could get anything out of him, just interior line depth, then they're maybe hopefully on their way to uh, getting something out of that draft pick. But, uh, yeah, so far he's looked clean. He's looked good. He's definitely looks like he's slimmed down a little bit. But uh, so far, so good. Oh, we got some super chats in here. Uh, Doug, what's up, buddy? We missed you at uh, happy hour last night. Someone actually commented, where's Doug? Couldn't believe it. Doug says, back to important things. Here is a beer. Have you seen or heard of improvement in Watson's route running? Steve Smith Sr. says it's been suspect. I know there's been some kind of chatter about that this offseason from both players and analysts and what have you, and I don't know if I would characterize it as suspect, but is there room for growth? Is there room for polish? Yeah, he's coming off a rookie season. A rookie season where, by the way, he didn't have a training camp. You know, he missed the entirety of camp and then dealt with several other injuries at the start of the season. So he's essentially, you know, somewhat kind of played half a season and put up a ton of yards and touchdowns without really being polished. So, yes, is there room for improvement? No doubt. Will there be improvement? I suspect there will. Uh, but the sky's the limit for the kid. No doubt. Chris, thanks for the super chat. Go Pack Go. Excited to see this team fly around. No question, man. I, I'm, ready for some, I'm ready for some real hitting. Like, there's been you know, physicality, I would say, so far these cu- first couple days with pads on. But no real hitting yet, which I understand. They're trying to, they're trying to keep each other safe and things of that nature, which... I think I told you guys yesterday, I joked with AJ in the locker room, and he ran through Quay Walker. I was like, that was probably the biggest hit at camp. I was like, what happened to keeping each other safe? I was kidding. I was kidding. He took it as a joke because that's what it was. Um, Lee says, both Wyatt and Ryan struggled with conditioning, both getting fitter this year. It's a possibility. You never really know when guys are coming off the long slog of kind of draft prep, right? There's combine prep, and then – the, the getting ready and the, doing the whole circuit and whatever, you know, all-star games you're doing. And, I mean, you get then you finally get to the draft and you're drafting, and then you're at a rookie minicamp, and then you're at an OTA in a minicamp, and then 
you know, then it's training camp. And it's like you've not really gotten that moment to reset. So sometimes that does affect rookies. And I do not doubt those guys took this offseason, um, had their little time away, and then hit the ground running when it came to, you know, like you say, getting fit, getting their workouts in. So hopefully that ends up paying off, no doubt. Uh, <laughs> Com1000 really needs to know, but I don't see what you're asking, buddy. Robin, Reed's late hands will make him hard to cover. No question, man. No question about it. James asks, "Are there have there been any fights yet? There was a, the smallest scuffle yesterday, but nothing major. Like, nothing to write home about. Can Myers kick or hold? You guys are, you guys are terrible. Eric, thanks for the super chat. With a team this young, is there any position group that you've seen that seems the most consistent with great depth to go with it? The offensive line. Not even a question. Uh, definitely offensive line. I think, you know, when you look at the number of guys they have that you can, especially a tackle, uh, that you could roll through there and and still operate your offense, um, maybe, maybe there's a little, and that's why Ryan, I think, is so important. The one question mark might be, you know, that the depth at guard, but, man, the, the offensive line is talented and deep, no doubt about it. <laughs> Did I polish off all those carry the G cans that were on display yesterday? No, no, those are all uh, Corey Banky uh, took care of all those. What is proper etiquette heading into Lot One as a traveling Packers fan? Offerings of meat to cook and beer. <laughs> that is one way to go about it, John. Uh, mostly, you just wander around and someone will offer you a beer. Most likely, that's what usually happens to me. That's always been that way. I mean, I remember when I was a teenager, Lot One flags flying. I'd sneak a few beers. It's a great time. Great time, people. I can't recommend if you get a chance to go to Lot 1 for a Packers game to tailgate, you got to do it. Uh, didn't back in the day the offense wear the green and the D went white? When did that flip? Aaron, I don't think so. As long as, uh, as, long as I can remember, the offense has been in white. Um, because of the fact, like, and I always kind of joked, it's like, as usual, you know, uh, acquiescing to the pretty boy quarterback in the offense, you know, because in the hot sun, it's quote-unquote easier in whites than it is in darks, so blah, blah, blah. But, yeah, the offense has been in white forever, as far as I can remember. And maybe someone can correct me, but that's what I recall. Uh, Meech, I'm late, so apologies if it was addressed already, but what are expectations for Van Ness? I assume he's a project at first. I don't know. A project feels wrong as far as whatever label you want to put on him. I think he's going to contribute immediately. I don't think he's going to be a frontline starter right away, but I do think he's going to be a big part of the rotation. And you've already seen his physicality on display these first two days with pads on. Um, as he refines his game, as he improves his footwork, his hand placement, his violence with his hands, things of that nature, baby, I see why they like this kid. Um, and I do. I do think he will contribute immediately. I think he'll be part of the rotation. I do think they're really going to try to get him on the field in probably more obvious passing situations, but he'll also need to play on rundowns at times. Um, but, yeah, kicking him inside, that's a very real possibility right out of the gate. So we'll see. We'll see. But, yeah, project, project to me implies that he's got a long way to go, and I don't think he's got a long way to go. I think he's raw, but I think he's, he's so talented that 
the more you play him, the sooner you play him, the quicker he's going to learn and develop. And he's still going to give you something, too. So, yeah, I think he will contribute uh, quite immediately. Um, what's Coach LaFleur's vibe this year without Rodgers? It's an interesting question. I, I don't – not much has changed. I will say, though, the competition portion where the – now the players have to do – there's a punishment, right, at the end if the offense wins or the defense wins. The other team, the other side has to do up-downs or push-ups. Like, and Matt talked about, like, how – you know, because I had some people in my mentions talking about, oh, that's a little sophomoric or a little juvenile. And, you know, Matt said, like, the competition, it, like, breeds togetherness, and maybe it does kind of piss some guys off and drive them to be a little bit better the next day and try and win that period and blah, blah, blah. I kind of like it, and I like – Matt in kind of engendering that idea of competition all across the 53, 60, 90-man roster, right? Um, breeding brotherhood, as it were. So, yeah, that's the one kind of noticeable change. But for the most part, the vibe's pretty much the same. Ain't too much different. Peter, thanks for the super chat. Really, really appreciate it. Cheers from Indonesia, Aaron. Glad to catch you live. What surprised you most about camp so far? Uh, Thank you so much for uh, watching us in Indonesia. Really appreciate it, man. Um, it has surprised me. Oh, camp so far. I don't know that there's been a monster surprise. Um, probably, if, the, if I had to pick something, it's the lack of competition so far at safety. From when I wasn't here to when I have been here, um, it's been almost 90%, I would say, Savage and Ford as your starters. And I understand it from an experience standpoint, but, man, there's a lot of guys there with some talent and some ability, and I would have thought we'd see a little bit more rotation there. But that's really the only thing that's kind of really surprised me. Most of it, the rest of it is kind of, I don't know, unsurprising, I guess I'll say. Com, what's up, man? Where do we watch family night? Oh, well, okay. Uh, it's always fun. So, Corey and I will be doing a watch party for Family Night like we do every year. However, we only commentate on the action. We do not show the practice. You cannot watch the practice online, officially. Um, I'm sure there are pirated streams out there somewhere in the world that you can go and find. I don't know where they are. I'm sure they'll be out there if you want to look. Um, the Packers have not streamed Family Night in years. And it's a very long, ridiculous story about why. Um, but if you're in the state, you can watch on television, um, local coverage. Um, if you are out of state, you can watch Corey and I talk about it. Those are pretty much your options. I apologize. Uh, there we go. I will forever love 12, and I'm sad to see him play elsewhere, but the last few years have had feeling of angst from the outside. It feels looser this year, albeit through computer phone screens. Yeah, I think the vibe is good. It's definitely up. It's young and filled with optimism and promise, etc. But, you know, no one's lost a yard yet. No points have been scored on us yet. You know, they haven't had a false start to ruin a drive yet. So, a lot of ball game left in that regard. But, yeah, the, the vibe is good. The vibe is up, as it should be. Very young team, uh, ready to show the world that they're wrong to count them out. That's what I think the vibe is. So far throughout Packers camp. All right, everybody, I got to get going. I can't thank you enough for hanging out and talking Packers each and every day, Monday through Friday, right here on the Cheesehead TV social channels. Please do me a monster favor. 
hit like on the video, subscribe to the channel, and then tell your friends and tell your family. Cheesehead TV, we are devoted to Green Bay Packers fans worldwide. Uh-huh. Uh-huh.